back, everybody, to your boys and get low. I'm Joe. I'm Aaron. And uh, it's another beautiful night to discuss some music. Um, we've got a good bit of topics all across the board that we're going to discuss because uh, it re- in the realistic aspect, we didn't figure out what we want to talk about. So we're going to talk about anything and everything music, but that's always a fun thing to do. So if you haven't yet, make sure to hit that follow button so you can stay up with Get Low. And we're going to jump right on in. And Aaron... I know you did this last time, but I want you to start off because right before we recorded, you brought up a specific song and I'm, I want to preface by saying, I'm not going to go against what I said last week about how bands can do whatever they want, but (laughs) what did you say before we hit record? Let me, let me, let me announce this by asking a question. Did anyone get on any reddit page and rant about how bad they wanted a reloaded remix remix of papa roach's last resort a classic did anyone ask for this no no the answer is no but i mean I, so here's the thing right that there's a feature on the track his name is jaris johnson i think that's how you pronounce his first name Jarrett. who is that anyways he is a tiktok star no Dude, I'm not fucking with you. They, Papa Roach recruited Jarris Johnson, TikTok's phenomenon who covers a bunch of different songs and tries to sound like the lead singers. Like Jacoby Shaddix? <laughs> or, or like just bands in general? No, no, no. He does like everything. Apparently, okay, okay, from, okay. From what I've heard. Like he'll, he'll be on a Papa Roach track one second and next thing you know, he's singing Amazing Grace. And like, I... I I don't get it, Joe. I don't. And I don't usually get on here first thing and start talking shit, but so what are your thoughts? So, okay. So that was the long way of, of saying the very brief question you asked me. <laughs> so before we started recording, Aaron asked me, uh, as I was getting things set up, Aaron asked me, he goes, what, uh, have you heard the new Papa Roach single last resort reloaded or remastered or whatever the hell it's called reloaded reloaded. Boom. And um, and my exact words were, I am not a fan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I gotta take you down good old memory lane, give you a history lesson to break out your textbooks. Um, this is gonna date me a little bit here. So I listened, Papa Roach is one of the bands I listened to growing up. Um, when I got into rock and metal. Uh, like it was especially in the group that i hung out with it was almost like taboo to listen to anything else so like they were a guilty pleasure band for sure because uh the guys the guys and ladies i hung out with were all big metal heads um and so like we had one guy who was a straight up elitist who only listened to like elvati um and like norse metal um <laughs> uh or or black metal you know the church burning kind of fun stuff and there's always a guy in the friend group always. that likes that specific type of music. Always, always. You know, all black trip pants, fingerless black gloves, talking about burning down churches. Like, it's always that one person. Um, So I had a, a bunch of guilty pleasure bands back in the day. You know, uh, Fall Out Boy, Panic of the Disco, uh, Papa Roach, Hinder even. Mm. Uh, 
And so Papa Roach, when I really started like meshing with them was right before they uh, released the Paramore sessions. Um, now, let me see. I can't remember exactly. I thought I want to say it's 2007. Was I'm on their page right now. So what do you need? Uh, when did the Paramore sessions come out? Let's see if I can get to it before you did. Uh, it came out in 2006. Six. Oh, see, I was right there, man. So, okay. So in uh, roughly two, the early 2006, 2005 is when I started listening to Papa Roach. Um, and later on, uh, I even went and saw them in concert. It was, uh, I'll tell you the lineup and this was huge. It was 12 stones for those of you who remember that, that band back in the day. Oh man. Um, and those of you who don't remember, go listen to this song, bring me to life. The guy who's singing and, and screaming on that is the vocalist of 12 stones. Uh, and then go listen to 12 stones cause they're phenomenal. Uh, they are the perfect brand of rock for that age. Uh, Papa Roach and Hender in that order. Open to, open to close. Um, I remember hearing Getting Away with Murder. I remember hearing Last Resort uh, because I was an edgy teenager who, you know, would scream in the mirror, cut my life into pieces. You know, this is my last resort, suffocation, no breathing. Bars. Yeah, exactly. Uh so when you grow up on that kind of music, especially, you know, hearing it live, uh, listening to it on your playlist almost daily, um, you know, it, it, it resonates with you. And that's a song like even today, here we are, what, 20, well, no, 15 years later. Uh, and uh, from when I, you know, yeah, no, well, 16 years later from when I first started listening to it and I could put that song on the radio and it doesn't give me the same vibe as I did when I was an edgy teenager, but I can still listen to that song today and just rock out to it because it's a phenomenal song. Well, when, <laughs> when Papa Roach, you know, kind of relit their torch a couple years ago. Um, I don't know if you heard when Jacoby Shaddix did a song with Memphis Mayfire. Yep. Um, not a bad track at all. I actually really nope. enjoy that track. I thought he was a great in addition to it. This was um, around the time that the Fear album came out, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I really liked that album a lot, actually. Yeah. So I mean, it was you know phenomenal, phenomenal uh, track. Um, and Papa Roach is you know growing, growing, growing again. <clears throat> and then here we are, second month of 2021. We've gone through. We've gone through insurrection, inauguration, uh, Bernie memes, GameStop exploding on the stock market. Tail end of a pandemic. Not even the tail end. I don't see this one ending for a while, but here we are in the second month and we're starting it out with a track that no one asked for. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Last week we talked about creative differences a little bit yes i i'm gonna be honest with you and I'm, I'm gonna make a bold statement i i really feel like jacoby just wanted last resort to be relevant again i mean and the reason i say that if you were gonna redo your own song cool a lot of bands are doing that but then you recruited a like tiktok which is a very modern like a very, a very modern thing that like teens will cling to nowadays it's something they keep up with so I could see Jacoby being like, yo, we're going to remix this song. 
but we're going to get kids back into Papa Roach and we're going to do it by using this TikTok star. I, I, okay. I will actually disagree with you on that. I don't think he, I don't think the band was looking to reignite or uh, reignite their relevance or the relevance of that song in any way. Okay. I think that that is one of their biggest hits and okay. So take it back, take it back two episodes. We talked about uh, the whole uh, shenanery that went down with breaking Benjamin when uh, you know, uh, they did the rendition of blow me away with Valora and, and I even said then I did not like that rendition. Um, You know, this could be a label aspect because the label really pushed for it. Uh, But I, I in no way, like, just like blow me away. That's a timeless classic. Last resort is a timeless classic. Like I, uh, you know, it's a really, really good song. I do not see how they would need to in any way reestablish any kind of relevance for that song or their brand uh, through that song especially for the fact that they sound so different today. Um, you know, so for our awesome listeners, you know, if you didn't get a chance to go back, or didn't get a chance to check out our third episode, um, you know, go check that out. It's called a night to remember. And in that I made a statement and, and I said, you know, bands have every right to grow in the, any direction they want. Um, you know, I'm not going to, and I said, you know, using a day to remember as a, as a reference, I'm not expecting them to put out homesick in 2021. That's the same thing I'm going to say about Papa Roach. I'm not expecting them to put out, you know, the Paramore sessions uh, or really any of their early stuff in 2021. I would expect them to keep growing and evolving with their, their sound. Their sound is nothing like they used to sound like back in the day. Jacoby's not an alcoholic, you know, drug addicted, uh, you know, rock singer anymore. He's a, he's a dad. (laughs) He's a dad now, you know, he's a rock star dad, like, and it's a very different vibe, but it's a good vibe. Like I don't listen to all their songs because some of them are just way too modern for me. Like they kind of blur the edge between pop and rock and that's just not my vibe, but I'm not going to sit here and bash a band for doing that. You know, I'm going to praise them for doing it because, hey, as a creative artist, do what you want to do, you know? Yeah, for sure. Do you do you fuck with any of their newer stuff? Like, what is the latest album by Papa Roach that you listened to and were like, you know what? This is pretty good. Um, I don't know the title of it. I've heard some of their songs. Let me pull this up real quick. Uh, oh, Papa Roach um let me see here so the last album that i see they put out was who do you trust uh and if i'm not mistaken there was a single on that that i heard and i enjoyed it uh elevate probably was the main single off that if i remember correctly i'm I'm fairly certain yeah i'm fairly certain it was elevate um which i messed with but again i don't mess with the rest of the album like uh or some of the songs on that album um you know they put out crooked teeth uh and there were some songs I on that that, that I, album yeah there, there were some songs on that that i enjoyed um i mean i really so i have to say this like i really haven't messed with papa roach uh pre hmm let me see 
I really haven't messed with Papa Roach pre-metamorphosis. Okay. All right. So that's kind of what I expected. So my, my follow-up question was going to be when you do, when you're like, Hey, I'm in the mood for some Papa Roach, would you say you go back to like the last resort and scars and all that, that era of time? Um, yeah, I would say so. Uh, you know, so infest is always going to be a, a classic album, uh, that you listen to, um, really, I mean, love, hate tragedy, uh, potatoes for Christmas, all these albums, that were pre-paramore sessions or pre-metamorphosis really um i enjoy the paramore sessions i think is always going to be close to my heart because i really got into them right when they were dropping that album like right right Mm -hmm. before they dropped it when they were hyping it up and i mean all these songs on that album are just fantastic in in my opinion um you know those are songs that i even took the time to learn on the bass back in the day uh because i appreciated that album um but I mean, I, there are some on metamorphosis that I enjoyed. I just, after that, I really wasn't like, I, I really wasn't huge into them, but I would, I would still listen to like, if I saw if, okay, if I went to a concert, if I went to a festival and, you know, I had to choose, okay, am I going to go side stage or am I going to go main stage? Oh, well, Papa Roach is on main stage. Yeah, I'm going to go watch Papa Roach. I haven't seen that band in a long time. Let me go watch them. I don't care for the fact that they put out a couple albums or a few albums after Metamorphosis that I didn't enjoy, like, or, or rather had songs in them that I didn't enjoy. I'm going to go support that band because I appreciate it. And I enjoy the music they did put out. And knowing that I I know they're probably gonna play their hits, which means I'm going to be okay with that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not, I'm not going to down a band because everything they put out after that wasn't my cup of tea. Like I said before, I'm huge on the fact that bands have, creative variety you know that they want to grow in their sound honestly like jacoby shaddix i've watched so many interviews and honestly if i ever got a chance to interview that dude with you like bro if we ever got him on the show i'd love it because honestly hearing him in interviews like he's just a chill dude he's got dad vibes he's got dad vibes for days and i I love it Um, i'm going off uh kilter a little bit but do you uh did you see the music video they recently put out and you say you didn't fuck their modern stuff so maybe not but there was a music video they put out in quarantine right where he had all of his kids with like play guitars and like his kids on the drums and everything and it was like all the band members kids doing the song and it was so wholesome because you could tell they did it in like quarantine i can't remember the name of the song but like going just going with you what you said about him being such a chill dude it's like dude it shows because like like, I don't know. I just think that was really cool. Maybe I'm the only one that thought it was cool, but I, I really did. I, I was like, man, you getting your kids all like the ba- the front of the band in quarantine, you know, separated yeah. from house to house. Oh, that's, that, that's always cool. That's also takes me back to, um, uh, and this is going to throw it back. Uh, do you remember the band Goldfinger? I do. I know of them. Yes. Uh, the pop punk band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, not pop punk. Excuse me. Uh, sorry. Scott, Scott rather. Um, so uh god if i didn't get that right people would be crucifying my ass um but they like they did something similar where each individual person was in their own house and they put together this like live rendition of their songs um oh oh, it was dope dude it was absolutely dope like they all dressed up in suits and it all sounded super clean and it was it was just super tight like it, it was nice to see that. And, and, you know, with Papa Roach going back to that, like seeing a band do that really takes into account. Like there's a band that I really listened to um, 
that uh, not many people have ever heard of, and they're a band called Solence. Um, and it's spelled just like silence, except replace the I with an O. Um, and Solence, uh, I'm actually, so I sent in uh, my copy to see if I could get on their uh, music video, but they opened up their music video that they're currently doing to their fans. I remember and, talking about this. Yeah. And they said, they said, Hey, we want our fans involved. And these guys are over in Norway. So like, I've, I'm, I may never have a chance to meet these guys, but I love their music so much. They're one of my top five all time bands. Like I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but they did the same thing where they were like, Hey, we want to get our fans involved in our next music video. Just we'll send you a clip of the song and you send us a video of you just raging out to it in your house. And that's awesome. And it's, it's dope. Like to be able to take that next step and effort. And, and that's the thing, you know, wrapping this back to Papa Roach, like I, again, I growing up listening to them, I'm not going to be one of those fans and I'll stay true to this until I turn blue in the face, but I'm not going to be one of those fans. Who's going to sit here and be like, Oh, you're not playing your old stuff enough. I'm not going to listen to you anymore. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not huge on the new rendition of last resort. Don't think it was needed. Don't think it's good personally, but Hey, do you like, if that's right, something right. you want to do, it's your music, do with it what you will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know, there, there's a few bands that I feel that way about, I, I guess for me, to be honest, like I, obviously our listeners, well, might not be obvious, but I'm younger than Joe is. So I definitely discovered Papa Roach a lot. Like, later on in their career like i'd say like i heard scars and last resort and i was like oh yep i recognize that these are staples in the scene and all that um but i think the first Papa Roach stuff i discovered on my own was he did a song on their fear album with maria maria brink from uh um i'm blanking so hard the the scary chick that was a blue ridge rock fest uh that she's like their band's really popular wow I, I can't believe I forget her the, her band name. Wait, who was it now? Uh, the singer's name is Maria Brink. She's uh, in this moment. Thank you. He did a song with oh. the singer in this moment on their Fear album, and I fucked with the song so so hard. It was hot good. hot take. Hot take, listeners, hear me well. <clears throat> In this moment is nothing more than a gimmick and their music is garbage. And that was today's episode. <laughs> Y'all come back next time, right? I Y'all must need to see I'm gonna need to see you in my office. <laughs> I do not in any way, and this is the beauty of us not having a topic. I do not in any way like that band. Oh no, fuck them. I hate them. Like, I just thought the song that she did with, with Jacoby was really good. I so so I gotta I gotta throw this back a little bit. So I dated a chick probably about seven years ago now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, seven years ago. Wow. Um and she like she was all so at the time she was all into uh black veil brides and i think if i'm not mistaken that's when in this moment was really getting their name out there and so she started listening to them and i listened to this song uh, listen to their songs and i'm like what is this what is this 
And now keep in mind, I want everyone to know it has absolutely zero to do because I understand that Get Low is a podcast of two dudes. I want this to be known now. It has absolutely zero to do with the fact that it's a woman fronting that band. I grew up crushing over Christina Scabia from Lacuna Coil. Same with me with Lacey Sturm from Flyleaf. Lacey Sturm, Lizzie Hale. We appreciate our women in rock. Yes, women deserve to have a place in rock and metal. Um, Angela Gossow, even. My good gracious. But there, but I, I heard this music from this band, and I'm thinking, this is such a gimmick. <laughs> this is such a gimmick. And I was just like, and I even told her, I was like, I am not a fan. And then I hear, me, honestly, then I hear this song later on. Right. And uh, I just, I just want to, I want to pull it up real quick. So the album that she was listening to was blood. Okay. Oh yeah. And there's a song on that album that apparently is their hit. Which one? There's two of them that I know off that album. Whore. Oh yes. Okay. That's the one everyone knows. That's at the top of their Spotify. Yes. That, yeah, that's their hit. Yeah. 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 And so this song comes on and I'm thinking to myself, what in the hell am I listening to? And I just now keep in like, mind listeners. This was back when Joe was still doing backup for casting crowns. So yeah, I was, uh, I had just got off the road playing triangle for blues traveler. So uh, I, I, I just, I, I like, I I just can't I can't wrap my head around that song. Now, I even told myself, I said, you know, maybe maybe it's one of those things where it's kind of like it's kind of like Cradle of Filth. Cradle of Filth has pretty awesome music, but they're a gimmick. They like every, every album has this theme behind it. And if you've never listened to Cradle of Filth, go listen to them. Like, I still listen to Cradle of Filth to this day because their music is just awesome. But Danny Filth has a gimmick. It's a, it's exactly what it is. Like, in, in every show, every tour, every album, it's a gimmick. So I'm thinking to myself, maybe, just maybe, there's a successful gimmick that I'm not seeing. I can't hear it. Maybe I can see it. <laughs> So I saw them at Blue Ridge Rock Fest. And I know we've referenced that a lot, but hey, there was a lot of bands on that show. Get at us. So I see them at Blue Ridge Rock Fest. And for those of you who don't know, this very Blue Ridge Rock Fest, Get Low, the pre previous iteration of Get Low, was actually on site. We were the only, um, I guess you could say news affiliate, if you will. We were the only media source there. And so we're running, you know, stage to stage. We're doing interviews with everyone. We, I mean, it was a very tiring time. And I hear this female voice because I was behind main stage doing an interview. And I hear this female voice say, you know, what's up, everyone? We are in this moment. And I went, huh, let me go check them out real quick. So I wrap up the interview that I was doing. 
And I had, I remember, I remember, so it was just me. I was by myself. Uh, and the previous co-host had run off somewhere. He was doing an interview somewhere. Uh, and we had three guys helping us. All of them had dispersed elsewhere. They were doing uh, other tasks and jobs or whatever we need to get done. So all I have with me at this moment <laughs> is <laughs> I have myself, I have a DSLR that I'm carrying around doing interviews with, and I have uh, my phone. And what I was doing was I was taking my phone and using the microphone on it and, and doing the audio that way and you know recording vo- video with the DSLR. And I'm thinking to myself, I'll go at least go get some sort of B-roll footage, if anything, of in this moment. Aaron, I walk up and I, I think get... you're about to say what I think you're about to say. I get... By the time I get up there, I walk around the side of the stage to where I get into the photo pit and I see three women on the stage looking to be i guess getting ready to be murdered in some form or fashion um sacrificed yes um full-on ritual i see another female at the top of what looks to be a very large staircase with a gavel in her hand and i see smoke i see people dressed up now i have nothing against people who are dressing up for their shows I used to dress up just like any other metalcore guy, black skinnies, black shirt, black vest, black vans, black socks, hair fully wet. So I could headbang. <laughs> so I have nothing against people who dress up. You want to dress up in costume. I know a guy who, uh, the guy who played as Darth Vader in um, galactic empire. If I'm not mistaken, I believe that's the name of their band. Uh, Chris Kelly. Um, Actually, that's, that's going to bother me now. Make sure that's the actual correct name of that band. Yeah, Galactic Empire. Um, so I, without a doubt, uh, you know, am fully for people who dress up. Like, do it. But then I hear that they're getting ready to play the song, Whore. <laughs> and i went shit <laughs> um and they had this full i mean it, it, like it was a full gimmick it was like the chick was up at the top and she was apparently a judge and uh saying that they were guilty of being whores and then the song went on and she was like and we're all whores and all this and i'm like what is this like the gimmick the gimmick I was hoping to be successful. I was trying to give them a chance. The gimmick, I saw it and I was like, this is bullshit. Joe, I got to tell you my story from that from that show. Because I was there too. And I, I, I gave them a chance as well. All right. You want to know where um, In This Moment lost me? Where? They were about to play their song Blood, which is another one of their hits. And Maria Brink, She's like, you know, thank you all for coming out to my show. And then some weird guitar stuff starts playing in the background. And she goes, I want you all to know that you all are part of my blood sex cult. And I am your, I am your cult leader. 
And oh. I literally turned around and looked at the people that were sitting with me and they all had this look on their face, the same as mine. And you know what I did? I went and got a beer because I needed it. You just feel filthy after that. Like, Bro, I, 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 you know, you know, what's funny. I never even turned on the camera. Oh, it just didn't, it never got to that point. No. So to give you perspective, cause I know you, where you were standing, cause we were both there. Like we saw each other. Mm-hmm. So, so to paint the picture for the listener here, if you're looking at the stage, it's just like any festival. There's this big middle drag that's, that has enough space for people to get up and down for sound equipment, uh, for any text, for any, um, anybody taking photos. They had a bunch of photographers there. Uh, and so the photo pit's huge. And when you get down this main drag in the middle, it opens up in front of the stage. They had this VIP section to the left. And then to the right was where they were taking the crowd servers and leading them back into the uh, crowd. So if you were crowd serving up, they would catch you and then you'd lead back into the crowd. And there you go. You get back to where you're going. Yippee dude, all day, do it again. Well, I walked up on the side where those crowd surfers were coming from. No one was crowd surfing for it in this moment. Just keep that in mind. So I walked up and where the gate was, you know, you had to flash your badge if your photo or media, because the, the there's cops and, um, uh, stage crew standing there and security crew all like, I mean, they had like three different types of security running and then the stage crew. So like there's four groups of people that are going in and out of this thing. And then of course, media and photography. So you had to flash your badge. I see the cop. There were three cops standing there. They watched me walk up, flash my badge, look around the corner, stand there with a blank stare on my face for about 30 seconds. And I went, Nope. And walked (laughs) back. And they, they, they all laughed. They were like, yeah, it's about how we feel. Like, it's nothing against that band. Actually, yeah. no, it is everything against that band. I'm sorry. I just don't like it in this moment. You can you can at me if you want, uh, at get underscore low underscore pod. By all means, add us, because I want to hear what you got to say. Hot uh, take. Hot take. That's a hot take. Use hashtag no, 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 hot no, no, take no. I'm that. adding a hot take. Oh, use hashtag yeah. hot take when you do this. What's yours? Please, let me hear it. Hot take. The The cover that in this moment did of We Will Rock You, originally by Queen, with Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm and Taylor Momsen from, um, oh, shit, that band. Uh, uh, the, the Pretty Reckless. So the three, the three of them on We Will Rock You was a great fucking cover, and I will die on that hill. I mean, you're, you're going to die alone, pal. <laughs> Look. I, I liked it. I don't like this band, but Lizzie Hale and Taylor Momsen make up for Maria Brink and her, uh, her act. <laughs> I, I just like, and I, and you know, understandably this show has no definitive topic to it. So we can always go back to Papa Roach in a moment, but within this moment, man, like, again, it's nothing about gimmicky bands. It really isn't. Uh, I, I, I love, uh, um, cradle of filth uh i listen to behemoth ironically enough two bands that go completely against the church and i'm a christian but i still listen to music because it's good music um but i just like there are some gimmicks that don't do it and i and i'm gonna i will say this fully i firmly understand without a doubt that there are thousands if not millions of people uh that listen to in this moment and appreciate it and enjoy it mm-hmm. and if you do that's fun 
I in no way am tell I'm in no way telling you to stop listening to that band. What I because I know that people like to take things out of context or say, like, oh well, what what about this? Prime example, totally off topic, sports related. Last night I was playing Rocket League, got into a football debate about the Green Bay Packers with a with a Green Bay Packer fan. They brought up another quarterback from another team. I said that quarterback is still good. And they go, Well, it's nothing like the quarterback on the Green Bay Packers. And I specifically said this, and it rings true to exactly what we're talking about right now. I in no way am comparing them to anyone else. No. I in no way am comparing them to anything else. I'm saying for a gimmicky band, they did not do it for me. They don't scratch that itch. And here's here's another little hot take here. Gimmicks can be good. Gimmicky bands can be fucking dope. I'm going to use two examples. The Trans-Siberian Orchestra. They are a whole ass gimmick and a half, but they are the coolest thing you will ever see. My other example being Blackville Brides. I think Blackville Brides is the gimmick, but I'm not going to lie when I say I headbang and sing along to In the End every time it comes on. To who? To In the End. It's the Blackville Brides' uh, most popular song. Oh, oh, another another band who had the gimmick going. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Gimmicks can be good, though, in some scenarios. Yeah, like, so I'm going to say this, too. Uh, Black Veil Brides, like, I didn't like them to start, but they got some banging songs. Yep. I, I will say this. Andy Beersack's voice doesn't fit his body. <laughs> like, Bro, me and my girlfriend were literally just talking about that the other day. We're like, I want you to listen to this voice and then look at this man. And they don't like, what? they don't match. They just don't match. <laughs> They're, it's like that if Kelly Quinn voice. from Sleeping with Sirens sounded like like the old Kill Switch Engage singer. That's like if you went and listened to a, a like a uh, if you if you so if you know the YouTuber Markiplier, if you've never seen him before and you heard his voice, and then you see his face after you hear his voice, you'd be like, "There's no way that voice is coming from that." Like, it's the I exact disagree. same concept. It's the uh, well. the Markiplier one. I I disagree, but I get your point. But nonetheless. In the end, absolute banger. <clears throat> like I used, I, and I know a bunch of friends who don't like it. Honestly, they're a gimmicky band, but hey, like so, again, there's some of their songs are bangers. But mm-hmm. I just can't do it within this moment, man. Like August Burns Red is an Aeropostale gimmicky band. Eh. <laughs> you think that they're gonna be like you listen to their song, you like these dark dudes with like black clothes, and all of a sudden you look at a music video and they're all wearing like light blue Aeropostale t-shirts. I mean, <clears throat> no, because they they have that metalcore sound, like that's fair. Like metalcore, ha- like you hear metalcore and you're like, these guys are probably just a bunch of dudes who dress normal. <laughs> okay, gimmicky visuals, gimmicky visuals, visuals, visuals. Like for instance, when I went and saw Cradle of Filth live, um, they had, or even better, another band. This is this is this one's huge. Guar, right from our backyard, like. They, they they hail from richmond if you've never listened to guar they're hilarious to watch and even better to listen to and like guar they are literally dressed up as space aliens who come to earth to murder and eat and drink and do drugs like that's it we're getting them on the podcast right <laughs> i hope so one day can, we, can but, we drink beer with those dudes on our podcast? Oh my god, that'd be amazing. But that's the thing is like the, you know, gimmicks can work. It's just like there's a level in which I get pushing the envelope 
but if that like that envelope isn't going to be pushed for everyone i I just can't get behind them i know plenty of people who will completely disagree with me and say joe you're an idiot stop talking but again you can add us at twitter and by all means like light me up for all i care i i really don't uh but last it, gimmicky band i'll bring up real quick ale storm they're a pirate metal band and they f- they make it work <laughs> they're fantastic they're absolutely fantastic i mean we could go through and talk about gimmicky bands yeah. all day long like um there's one band uh what was it it was um uh a ned flanders inspired band from the simpsons what they all dress up like ned flanders i wish i could remember the name of it uh let me see hang on let me look this up real quick. Ned Flanders band. Oakley Doakley. Oakley Doakley. Literally, they dress up like Ned Flanders and the like the entire band does. Like I'm talking green sweater, purple button up shirt underneath or purple, uh, not purple, uh, pink polo, excuse me, uh, and khakis. Like, wow. And they make it work. Like, like there's bands that just make it work. Let me ask you, what do you consider the whole Slipknot and Hollywood Undead mask trend to be a gimmick, or do you think that that is simply just a choice? Um, I would say that those are just a choice because with a gimmick, it comes with like, it's almost like sketch comedy where you write out what you're going to do and then you act it out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Slipknot wearing masks and their outfits, their jumpsuits or whatever they want to wear. <clears throat> that's a choice because you okay. don't see them going up on stage putting on this like sketch comedy show whereas like using in this moment for an example when i saw them for the 30 seconds that i saw them they were having a court session where they were about to murder three women for being whores like yeah yeah i get what you're saying okay like that's that, that's a sketch like someone took the time to write out that sketch and put put pen to paper and then make it come to life on the stage you know, Hollywood Undead and wearing masks, uh, Slipknot wearing masks. <clears throat> Good grief. I got it. My throat's dry, boy. Hang on. Uh, I got the COVIDs. Wet the whistle. Um, but them wearing masks and jumpsuits and whatever they want to wear on stage is strictly choice because <clears throat> there's no actual skit behind it. Like Guar, that's a gimmick. A, th- that's a successful gimmick because they took the time to put pen to paper to on what show are we putting on when we get on stage mm-hmm. like along with our music because we're never going to play songs for these people what show are we putting on same with cradle of filth uh i'm fairly certain with behemoth <clears throat> i want to say with behemoth they're they're pretty close to gimmicky uh because i mean they had the face paint but they're that but the thing is that also blurs the line with black metal like a lot i know a lot of black metal leaders to probably light me up for that um but okay so black- ice nine kills ice nine kills would be a gimmick correct the whole horror core theme that they've been going with for years correct but it's successful very and it's amazing yeah it's phenomenal like there are some gimmicks that work and some that just don't but in again, this moment no <laughs> yeah there's people out there that just completely would disagree with me and that's okay that's the beauty of a podcast is all opinions and facts well, we found our topic. We did. We did. Gimmicks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I just think that overall, um, it, it, it's just, 
you know, and wrapping this back to Papa Roach as well. Um, as, as far as gimmicks go, you know, some are successful, some aren't. And that goes also goes the same with some tracks that, that bands write. Like you're going to have people who like it and people who don't. Um, it doesn't mean you should stop writing the music the way you do. Like I'm not in any way telling in this moment, if ever they hear this episode and they go, well, you know what? F you Joe for saying that, like, I want to reference this and say, <clears throat> my opinion is that opinion. Uh, you have millions of fans out there who are going to enjoy what you put out. Keep doing it. Like, if you think the gimmick works for you, keep doing it. If Papa Roach th thought that Last Resort Reloaded was going to be a, a hit and they wanted to do it, do it. Why? Because yep. it's your music. That's right. I just don't like it. And honestly, if if uh, in this moment ever hears this episode, we both should just honestly get no witness protection at that point. <laughs> we're not in the business of being sacrificed. <laughs> Next thing we'll know, we'll be the next stage actors, bunny ears. Yeah, we're, we're man, that blood looks really real. Yeah, if y'all ever look up on stage and see two uh, handsome looking chubby boys that are getting sacrificed, we did not do it willingly, and you need to call the cops <laughs> quickly. Quickly get security on stage. We are about to be beheaded for no reason other than our opinion. <laughs> it's not good effects. It's uh, that's not what's happening here. Y'all just y'all know you heard it here. <laughs> Oh goodness gracious! Well, uh, that I mean, you know, that's good conversation. Like, uh, just I, 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 I appreciate uh, being able to discuss this kind of stuff because, you know, there again, there are some bands out there that just don't do it for me, and that's one of them. Like, sorry, y'all. <clears throat> and and it's funny too. It really is funny when I've had this conversation with people before about especially that band in particular and i've been chastised i mean absolutely chastised you're a musician and you don't like their music yes that is exactly right <laughs> like i'm i'm uh, yeah i mean like because i mean just because you're a musician doesn't mean you're going to appreciate everything an artist puts forth for you exactly exactly right but hey you know again some do it for me some don't that's just one that doesn't and I don't hold it against in this moment. Like I don't go day to day waking up thinking, damn it. In this moment, still making music. What am I going to do now? Like, I mean, props to the, props to them for being successful. That that's, that's my last words to them. Like, because I know I said, I, I was pretty harsh on them, but props to them for getting to where they are. Even if it was through blood sacrifices and whatnot. Oh yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I get that. Like, you know, props to them for, for, you know, going out of the, their element to, or going out of whatever element to do that. Like, sure. Continue doing your thing. I mean, they probably had to ride around a 15 passenger van at some point. I mean, they, I mean, I'm sure they had to grind at some point. So. I'm genuinely curious if they did. I'm genuinely <laughs> curious if like they had to like get two separate vans and like carry all that stuff with them like that. Cause I know they have a bus now and they have like, you know, stage hands to do everything for them, but I'm genuinely curious if that's something that they had to do. Joe, are you the type of person to look at a band and be like, you know, they didn't have to ride in a van when they first started. Yes. Or you look at another band, you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. They were in that old 1986 Chevy. And <laughs> well, and honestly, I think that's a topic we should say for next, <clears throat> excuse me, for next week. Uh, because that's, that's honestly like, I could go deep into that because there are definitely bands who I can say like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and there are some bands where I'm like, mm, 
either a label put you together or somebody's dad paid for you to get big like but hey you know what let's save that for a topic for next week that'll be fun yeah next week on get low joe realizes that not everyone got to ride around a bus with jason derulo as a backup dancer (laughs) oh good gracious and we get to talk, talk more about how i uh i played the flute for uh queen um but uh (laughs) (laughs) you better play the flute at my funeral if i die before you because you've brought up the flute twice now and that that's a sin but now you have to make up for by playing it at my funeral i can play i want want the black parade played at my funeral (laughs) on flute (laughs) i want you to genote the fuck out of everyone there that's crying (laughs) could you imagine me jumping up on your casket and just like playing like the actual chorus or like the speed up chorus of it like on a flute oh my god (laughs) and i'm gonna make sure i'm gonna make sure there's not a time slot for you so you have to jump up in the middle before they say the final prayer you'd be like excuse me uh this is my boy i got something for no no just no words just no words i'll I'll just walk up out of nowhere and just jump up on your casket and freak everybody out yeah yeah they're perfect (laughs) to my my (laughs) g-man send it to my heavenly gmail i'm gonna watch that in the afterlife later exactly good lord well we're gonna sign off today uh definitely tune in next week where we decide to have that conversation about those kind of bands because that's gonna be a good topic that's gonna be a good topic to discuss uh but uh like i said before if you haven't yet make sure to hit that follow button on any listening site that you're on uh we do greatly appreciate it if you have any comments or questions about things we discussed today or any previous episodes you can go to our voice message box on anchor that's anchor.fm forward slash get low podcast and, and you if you can, want to come at Joe for, to, if you want to come at Joe's jugular for his opinions on in this moment, you can tweet us. Yep. At get underscore low underscore pod on Twitter and uh, let us know what you think. Again, we do read these things. Uh, we do take your comments and questions into consideration each episode. And honestly, that's just fun because it's, you know, getting your involvement in this and hearing what you have to say. So we will definitely do that uh, as well. Uh, drop those co- uh, comments on Twitter, uh, drop those fun messages in our anchor account, and we will make sure to bring those up on a future episode. But it is that time. I'm Joe. I'm Aaron. And you know what it is. Get